going on everybody welcome back to another episode of the remember country music podcast as usual i'm kyle corbus and uh, i'm super excited today i have a guy on here that i've been listening to for like two years it's already it's already the back half of 2022 so we're going on three but um you know i got reed hot and today. i'm super excited this is a guy that i think is awesome i mean you know i've been following along with his career as he's been putting songs out the last couple of years here and and you know i just think that uh that he's got a bright future so i'm excited to sit here and hang out with him a little bit reed thanks for coming to hang with me i appreciate it absolutely man thank you for having me on of course of course so i want to kind of just uh start off um by kind of breaking down a little bit and just kind of talking about you um you know we're, we're the same age and, and, you know, you started doing this a couple few years ago, hundred uh, percent full-time, right. Or, you know, like approaching it full-time. Um, how did you get to this point? Like where, where have you, where did you start so that you can get to where you are right now? Yeah. So the kind of the, the normal story I tell is like when I started playing, when I was seven or eight, started playing guitar, my neighbor growing up uh, was my best friend and his dad played guitar. Um, so we, you know, we were like watching him play. Like he was always just playing when he got home from work or whatever. And, like he played in some bands. Or, like I grew up around Muscle Shoals. So like he played in some bands like when he was a teenager up there or whatever. So that kind of got us interested. And then started taking some lessons at church. And uh, the, the guitar teacher at church, like everybody had to sing once a month or something. So I, you know, I just wanted to play guitar at first. I wasn't really trying to sing. But then I realized that, you know, people would rather hear you sing while you're playing at a uh bonfire than just sit there and rip on guitar that is true even though that is a lot of fun but so they just kind of started from there and then I was just like you know leading worship at church throughout like whatever my high school years and then went to Auburn and um, started playing the bars down there just pretty much second semester of my freshman year just you know once I knew people um, was just wearing out the bar scene playing in Auburn and other places, Tuscaloosa, Athens, wherever, pretty much all over Alabama though. Um, so just doing that thing and met the folks who I work with now at Riverhouse in Nashville. And one thing led to another, I came up here during the COVID summer, wrote some songs um, and they gave me a publishing deal. So, so now I'm, uh, you know, a year into my publishing deal, I moved here last August um so i'm like, like a year into my publishing deal and we're doing an artist development thing so got the ball rolling got all the things did a booking thing with caa so i've been on the road a lot yeah that's awesome time. but it's that's been crazy awesome. it's been a wild ride i mean it seems sometimes like it's been a long time then sometimes it seems like it's been like a week you know oh, crazy i totally agree with you i think about the last two years and i'm like where'd it go like i get like those stupid like snapchat memories right when i'm like from like college i'm like man like at the yeah. time i don't know if i was gonna miss it as much as i do now and now i'm just like i just wish like <laughs> yeah i can't imagine i just think about like you know some of my friends who are like working jobs that they don't necessarily want you right. know they, they don't really like the work i guess and i'm like i miss college and i'm doing exactly what i want to do every day exactly like, and i still miss college so i'm like dang i i would have a like really tough time if i hated my job thank god that i get to do music for a living i know a lot of friends who don't like their jobs right i think about it all the time i'm like 
how do you just go from this place where you basically can do essentially whatever you want every right. single day, as long as you go to class, well, as long as you pass class, you gotta right. go. as long as you pass, right? Get your degree, do what you got to do to stay afloat, like eat food and yeah, there's like, a- live. You can essentially do whatever. Your, your world is open. The world is open to you. And then you go from this place to just something that's the polar opposite. <laughs> it's so crazy. Yeah, it really is. I'm just thankful every day because I'm like, geez, that'd be rough. It's it's nuts. It's nuts. I just feel like, like, like that, you know, like I see more every day that the money doesn't really matter to me as much as like quality of life, you know. And if it did, neither of us would be sitting here right now. So. Yeah. If I was in it for the money for music, I would have quit yeah. a weekend. So yeah. exactly, exactly. But I think it's cool. Like, like, so the one I always think about, like whenever I, I talk to guys and, and, and girls that are, that are our age, that kind of, um, you know, started doing music pretty hard in college. Um, the one thing I think about is the fact that like at my college, I didn't have the music scene that I was looking for. Right. Right people had music scenes that they were looking for at my college actually had, I went to university of Hartford in Connecticut. Our music school is, is like pretty, pretty high up there in terms of like, like where people go, but it's like a different type of music. It's like, it's like jazz and, and blues. And, and then there's like the classical side of things and people become like full-time instrument players. Right. But like, obviously that's not the music scene I'm looking for. So like, I think it's pretty cool that like you and there's, probably been 10 15 20 others that have said hey like you know i started you know cutting my teeth in 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 the the barks in my college town um yeah. that's got to be cool be like in auburn i mean uh muscadon bloodline started yeah. there we, like, i was just with charlie uh like earlier this week and we were talking you know shooting the shit about auburn and stuff but mm-hmm. like they started there and like i know like riley green played a ton of shows there like i've seen a bunch of shows there um, and even in my time at college, like at this bar called Bourbon Street, which is where we all started playing, like I saw Whiskey Myers play there. I saw Co Wetzel play there. I saw who, I mean, name somebody like all these people. I mean, hell, Reed, Luke Combs started in bars at App State. Like, I mean, Luke, Luke Combs played that bar. Yeah. Morgan Wallens played that bar. Everybody and their brothers played that bar. It's, it's, it's crazy. But like the people like Muscadon and them really laid the way for people like me, like, because specifically Muscadine, because like they were playing in Auburn a lot yeah. and they built that kind of scene where, where people kind of like, you know, were interested in, okay, well this, here's the cover bands and these guys are going to go play their original music. So, yeah. like, you know, and both are great, but you, you, they could tell the difference, you know, because of bands like Muscadine. So, so how tough is that for you when you're in college, right? And you're, and, and there's all these things going on. You're kind of trying to establish yourself. I'm sure you're meeting new friends every single day. Like how tough is it for you to say like, Okay, I'm going to go to class during the week and then on Friday, Saturday night, I'm going to try and, you know, like build up a set list and go play music in front of a bunch of people I don't know, hoping that maybe that they'll come back next week or the week after. Yeah, it didn't really seem that crazy at first because it just seemed like so experimental, but it gradually started feeling really weird. Like when I would, whatever, open up a show for Riley and then go sit in class on Monday morning, you're kind of like, what am I doing? Like, why am I like, can I, can I just pick one, you know? (laughs) Um, but no, I mean, and then, and then obviously like 
my senior year, it got to the point where like the teachers would be like, you playing at Skybar this weekend? <laughs> and I like class of like 200 people. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, you know, but, maybe uh, just a little bit. If everyone wants to come out, I'll give you a, a voucher. Like, anybody in here wants to come, y'all come, you know, <laughs> but uh, it was always so much support in Auburn. Like it from like the very first shows, it was just like packing it out most of the time. I mean, we for sure played a handful of shows that were like dud shows because of whatever was going on in town. But like, the majority of those shows at Auburn, even from the very beginning, were slammed. Like, so always awesome. Nice. So do you use those quote-unquote dud shows as, as experimental shows to just kind of? A little bit. I mean, definitely, especially then, you know, because it's like now I, I feel like it's different. Like now if we're playing a show that's kind of down in attendance or whatever, it's like we're just going to rip our set and, and hit it the best we can and like yeah. just still try to whatever be professional but like then yeah we would definitely like why don't we try to play this thing we were thinking about in sound check or like what you know because i mean because then you're playing like we're playing three and a half hour four hour sets you know like you got time to play i mean even if you have it dialed in you're still going to be playing a few songs that are you about half know you know what i mean yeah and you're gonna make it up along the way right yeah so definitely experimental i mean a lot of fun was had and i mean yeah. we're playing until two o'clock in the morning a lot of nights so a lot of times you close the night out with like the three drunkest couples in the bar That's you right. know and the guy sitting in the corner with his uh with yeah. his with his drink that's probably about five to already too many so yeah you know, it's always the best time that's exactly right yeah but those are a lot of fun times yeah so let, let me ask you so you've been and i'm definitely gonna get the timeline wrong here but you've been playing shows for five years or so right does that make sense five years something like that six years right yeah along those lines i, I guess <laughs> i i really counted as like my fr- starting my freshman year of college yeah i mean i definitely played some things like in high school or like in between my senior year and freshman year but like the first real shows were probably started my freshman year so that was like what 2018 right. 20, yeah okay so so you've been playing for this long for, for X amount of years and you just got finished being on the road, uh, opening for John party. Um, the, that timeline's ridiculous. Like, would you have ever thought that freshman year of college, you know, you're, you're playing for these, you know, I mean, 2 a.m. bar closers. And now I think, no, but like, that's a big thing I've been having a realization with myself about is that like, for some reason, these things like like when I was like playing the shows with party like that was the, like this especially the second one was the biggest show I've ever played like it was in an arena crazy but like I didn't really feel that nervous I was kind of just like yeah like yeah like, like I think when you've been in like it's like a kid who from the time they're four years old they see their self playing quarterback for the Titans you right. know what I mean and if you think about it every single day once it happens you're just like, okay, make the play, you know? Right. And well, because so that, you're setting yourself up to succeed at that point. That's kind of how it was, how everything's been for me in a sense. I mean, there's definitely a lot of like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe this is happening thoughts and days like that every day, you know? Um, but it, a lot of it feels like, yeah, like I've been thinking about this. I've been thinking about everything I do now since I was, since before I could play guitar. You know, since before I could even, I didn't know what it was, you know, right. I was like, that's what I want to do. 
if you're an athlete, right? Like you brought up the quarterback thing. If you're an athlete or if you're a musician, you know, you're preparing yourself. You're essentially training no matter what you're doing every single day or multiple times a week to be ready for when your time is going to come. Right. And if you're not ready, then maybe you rushed or maybe it's, you're just learning as we go along the way. And that's totally cool too. Uh, but you're right. Like, it's okay to say that, you know, it, it's, it's crazy, like pinch me moments, but it's not all that nuts because that's where I wanted to be. And that's where I'm going and I'm ready to go there. Right. Yep. And I mean, it's like my story, my trajectory or whatever has been so kind of crazy anyways. Like it's just been like, yeah, like, you know, I kind of just start a lot of times when I get phone calls, it's like from my agent or whoever that's like, you get, you got this show or this thing or whatever. I just kind of laugh and I'm like, huh, cool. You know, figured, you know, like, yeah, like, cool. Like, like, it's just like nothing even surprises me anymore because it's so shocking that I'm able to even just do music for a living, you know, oh. like percentage is so small. It's like being a professional baseball player or something, you know, it's yeah. like, it makes no sense how you even got here. So everything else is just like laughing, like, well, yeah, I mean, I can't get any more surprised than I already am. So okay. totally. let's give it my best shot. Right. I mean, like, right. like at that point, it means nothing. Yeah. I totally yeah. understand. I, I get what you're saying. That's why I was kind of looking for you to be like, not really, because like everyone's always like, dude, never, like I would never have thought a million years ago. And like, that's definitely a hundred percent true for yeah. some people. But then there's definitely some people that are like, no, like I wanted to be here. Like, this is what I thought was going to happen. And, yeah. you know, and of course, some like, aspects, every, you know. like every single person is like, yeah. Like if you had told them when they were a 10 year old, like, hey, you're going to do this and this and that you would, I mean, you would have no response. You'd be so mind blown. Yeah. You know? But there's also like, at to some point you get to the point where you're like, yeah, like I'm, this is what I'm here for. I've been working towards this thing. So I'm going to do it. And time comes i'm gonna bust ass and if it don't work whatever sure. you know you're 100 right you're you're totally 100 right um yeah no i listen i think that that if that if you're listening right now and, and you think that you know one day you're going to be surprised about a phone call you're going to get i mean maybe just bust ass now and then you won't be all that surprised and you'll be like all right i'm ready to go and it's like it's like it's like preparing like you said baseball right it's like getting ready to be in the majors. You play in the minors for X amount of years. And the reason why is because when you get to the majors, you're ready. You're ready to right. go. Whether you make mistakes or not, you're ready to go. You know what I mean? Well, well, it's like really anybody can do anything you want to. It just depends on how much you're willing to give for it. You know, exactly. like when I, when I was a kid, like starting when I was seven years old, like I would play guitar for like five hours a day. Yeah. Like I, my mom would have to make me go to bed. You know, I would play guitar from the time I got home at three o'clock because my mom was a teacher she would drive me home and I would sit at the table with a laptop and play guitar until 10 o'clock. And she would be like, you got to go to bed. Which you know? is why you're significantly more successful than me because I did not do that. <laughs> but it, it goes with anything. It's, you know, it's like, you're really good at your job because that's what you've been working on, you know, or people who play sports, like they only get to the pros because instead of playing Xbox when they were 10 hitting <laughs> off the tee, you know what I mean? They were, they were getting off the tee and we were playing MLB the show. I mean, it's just. Exactly. Yeah. And we were playing Xbox saying, well, we're going to be that guy while the guy was practicing, you know? It's a good point. You make a very good point. 
I think it goes with everything in life. Like anybody can do whatever you want to. It's just how much you're willing to give because some people are going to have to work harder than others, you know, because some people are just born and they're, they're the guy, you know, they are. And, I, don't and- I feel like, like for me, it was like, I was the underdog. I still am the underdog. Like I got to, I got to work a little harder. I think. But isn't it better to sometimes be the underdog? I feel yeah. like it's better. It's more of a challenge. It doesn't bother me so much. I think, it's it only bothers people to be the underdog when they don't admit that that's what they are. Exactly, I agree. I've always been the underdog, and I like being the underdog. It's fun. Yeah, it don't bother me. I've always been that way. It's 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 uh, it gives you a reason to work. I don't know. I think yeah. there's there's a ton of side stories that we can go on with this because because listen, like think about it. Being a country music lover from northern New Jersey, guaranteed to be an underdog. I wear cowboy boots in the most suburbs you've ever seen in the state of right i promise you that and uh i let it roll i let it roll so i will say that and we'll move on from there but i think that uh that i'm with you i'm totally with you that that uh you know like work work hard work hard and do what you gotta do and and you know if when you get there one day uh you'll realize that it's just because of the fact that that you uh that you gave it everything you got and you uh you know you, you weren't busy playing madden till 2 a.m and you're, you're you're busy playing you know whatever else you wanted to do doesn't matter what you want to do but if you want to be a star you better practice like a star that's right and if you want to be a star major league gaming player that's the thing now right just you play that until 3 a.m play all the madden you can play buddy. yeah yeah apparently that's the thing now did you know that i did know that i don't, I don't game really but uh i did know that there's an mlg I don't even want to see i like on call of duty i can barely even shoot anywhere <laughs> you know i uh i i didn't really get i i think when we were kids I, I got really into video games because like all my friends were and it was like do you remember when we were like in middle school and and everyone had like the white xbox live headsets with the, yeah. with the foam mic and uh we'd all oh. hop on and plug it into our controllers and join parties and shit and like and like go play black ops or modern warfare 2 like modern warfare 2 age that's group. right I got really into that stuff, but the problem was, is that, so I'm, I'm a twin, right? So okay. I don't know if you're, if you have siblings or not, but, but I, uh, I'm a twin and, uh, we had an Xbox 360, uh, but my parents were not going out there and buying us two Xbox 360s. It just wasn't going to happen. I mean, whether they could have bought it to, for us or not, they weren't going to do it. There's just no right. way you're twins. You should figure it out. Right. And, uh, we used to sit in our basement and the deal was, is like all our, like, this is not an exaggeration. On like a Friday, Saturday night, our friends would come on Xbox, right? And we'd start playing at like seven at night. And sometimes we wouldn't end until like midnight, right? But the thing was, is that there's no way that I could play with my brother and all my friends at the same time. So we would do like, and we would play for like an hour. And then the other one would come down and say, okay, you're done. And then we'd switch out. And we would just do that all night, go back and forth and play all night. But it was always a fight. It was, it was like, dude, no, I've only been playing for 40 minutes. We've been sitting in a lobby for 20. And it was like ridiculous. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> you know exactly what I'm talking about. It was, it was like one of those weird things where I look back now and I'm like, it'd be awesome to be a kid again. And then I'm just like, nah, because like after, after like probably when I was, 16 years old i stopped playing video games on all, all, all together and i basically haven't touched anything since besides <laughs> like you know the occasional like pga 2k21 yeah but, i'm all we played that in college a lot 
That game's fun. I bought that game for like 15 bucks. It's a great well, game. Also, if, if the weather's bad, I'll play it virtually, I guess. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. But I, I think it's fun. You could play forever. Yeah. I, I, I went, was supposed to go play golf with my buddy one summer or this past summer, and it was like 95, 96 degrees and like humid, like New Jersey humid. Like, you know what I'm talking about. It was gross. It was like sticky. And we decided to not do that and to stay home. And to just take the beer that we were going to drink on the golf course and drink mm-hmm. it in the basement and then just play PGA. <laughs> basically, it was basically the same thing. <laughs> exactly. It was great. It was great. Listen, video games aren't all that bad. It was, it was, it was wild. It was a good time. And, and, and it's funny because, like, I remember our, our, our friends, like, they, like, were done with work. So the weird thing about my job is, like, I, I'm off on random days. So, mm-hmm. like, because I work weekends, too, sometimes. But, um so I was off and our friends, we got like, got out of work and they're like, yeah, Yo, you want to hang out? And we're like, yeah, but you got to pick us up. We've been playing PGA and like drinking for like four hours. So, so uh, it was, it was, it was pretty wild, but it was fun. It was fun. It was good. Um, so uh, let's, let's backtrack a little bit. Cause you mentioned, uh, you know, Alabama and Auburn, Alabama. And I, I now know this, but I think two years, if you came and asked me about this, I probably wouldn't know this, but Marshall Scholes is like, kind of this like melting pot for for music in terms of like recordings these days right yeah well like it's more like the history of like what was which and also let me say like i'm from like 45 minutes south of there but that's like the nearest like if you want to take a girl on a date you grew up where i grew up that's you got to go muscle shoals or like that's the nearest (laughs) you know what i mean we have groceries walmart and fast food but like it's the nearest you can take girl to walmart how's that gonna work out exactly (laughs) So, but Muscle Shoals, uh, you know, like Leonard Skinner and Aretha Franklin, Wilson Pickett, all these people were like, you know, a lot of like the soul people were doing stuff there. Uh, right. A lot, of, you know, back in the day, but definitely a lot of cool stuff is still going on there. Like, I mean, I've you see pictures of like, you know, crazy cool people like coming in and out of fame all the time. Like people in like, they live up in Muscle Shoals, like put them on like, Muscle Shoals Facebook or something, you know, like I just saw Chris Stapleton coming out of fame or whatever, you know, That's but so uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's awesome. Like a lot of super cool stuff has been recorded there. The Rolling Stones recorded stuff there. They wrote Wild Horses and Muscle Shoals. Like cool. it's um, super cool. One day I want to record stuff there for sure. It's, so it's so why I find that crazy because like Muscle Shoals, Alabama, like, I think it's, I think it was just like, they had some of the best studios at the time. Okay. And, and the, for whatever reason, a lot of the, the engineers and whatnot were living there. I just uh, find that crazy. Just the most like random. I've heard stories like when they when the Rolling Stones are coming in there, they were, they would have to drive them to like the Tennessee line to get liquor and what other extracurriculars they wanted because you couldn't get them in Alabama. It was Wait. it was dry. You couldn't buy liquor. It was dry. Are you serious? Yeah, I didn't know <laughs> that. I grew up in was dry until I was uh, like until like 2008 or something crazy no shit really i don't know yeah it was like in the in the 2000s for sure that's crazy i actually had no idea i remember like my dad driving to like the county over to buy a case of beer wow i mean i i do it too but i'm just saying i'm I'm just that's 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 nuts I, i had i actually had no idea that's like when i went over to uh the i went over the new jersey new york state border or state line and had to go to a liquor store just to buy out every case of bush apple they had 
there. Have you ever had, have you had it? Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, it's I good. don't really flavor beer that much, but it's pretty I mean, good. It, it, was, it was good for like, it's, like it's good every once in a while. Yeah. It'd be a good golf course beer. It is a good golf course beer. I've tested it out. It works pretty well. It works out. But I, uh, I, it's funny because when, when they came out with that, they didn't sell it here in New Jersey. But that I found one. I live really close to New York State Line. Um, like my girlfriend lives in New York. And uh, we, like when, when we wanted to find it, we knew that they didn't sell it in New Jersey, but we knew they sold it in New York. So we found some of the closest liquor stores like over the line. Yeah. And I just called a bunch of them and I was like, you got it. And they're like, yeah. So we went and I get there and I'm like, it was like 20 minutes for me. It like, wasn't very far. And I go like, Hey, how many you got? And he goes, well, how many you want? I go everything you got. And he put like seven cases into my car. Oh my God. <laughs> so then we just like distributed now they, this summer they sold it here. And then we like kind of stockpiled on it, which was funny, but um, I digress. I digress. Um, so, so Alabama is this cool thing for me. Right. Cause like, I think whenever, every time someone talks about like music and country music and just like, I shouldn't even just say country music. I should say like, southern rooted music is i guess maybe the word i'm looking for um you know like obviously like, there's a lot of blues that came out of the south and 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 you know country and, and rock and southern rock and whatever you may have but um I, I just find it really cool that like there's this middle ground that's not just tennessee and i mean obviously there's areas of california that are very uh you know rooted in music but like that's not just like tennessee texas and that's it. Like, I, like, I'm glad that Alabama is kind of hitting that, hitting that mark. Cause I feel like you, you need some Alabama, other stuff to get other sounds. For sure. And I think all this, you know, a lot of the stuff that's coming from around Alabama has a lot of the same vibe to it. Like you can right. almost tell like, cause a lot of it is not really like mainstream country, but it's like some kind of like, it favors the Texas stuff a little bit, but uh, it's more like roots here country stuff i feel like there's a lot of what's coming out of there less i feel like it's a somewhere in the mix of a uh like a less bro more that rootsy sound but also yeah. with that like, like less bro more americana influence yeah. if that but, like but still with that modern sound right yeah still with a modern production you know which is cool yeah i i, I it's, it's such an interesting thing i want to get your take on this here is like it's like I was having a conversation the other day and we, we were talking about um, we were talking about like I was like sitting next to this dude and and uh, someone said something about about a pair of boots. And I was like, I respect it. And uh, they were like talking about their wedding. So the, so this guy grew up in the South and his wedding like someone wore a pair of boots, like his father-in-law or something. And I was like, I respect it. I would do that to a wedding. Like I would hundred percent wear a suit with a really nice pair of like, like boots. Um, and uh, this guy next to me goes, well, you're a bit really big country music guy, right? I'm like, well, yeah, but I mean, it doesn't really matter, but sure. Um, and he's like, yeah, I'm never getting into that stuff. And I was like, all right, well, would you let me change your mind? And he's like, probably not, dude, I'm not going to lie. And I was like, well, why not? And he goes, cause I don't think you'd be able to. And I was like, well, who do you listen to? And he like listed off a bunch of people. And one of those people he listed off was like John Denver. Right. And I was like, all right, well, you're already there basically. Like, let yeah. me just show you some more. And he's like, yeah, but I don't consider that country. And I was like, 
okay, well, now you just gave me exactly the reason why you don't listen to country music. And I'm not saying that I think that this is 100% true because I don't. But I am saying that with people around the country that already exile country music because what do they think it is, right? It means that they're only tipping the iceberg in terms of what they're listening to. And they're not diving a little bit deeper. They're not diving to those Texas states. They're not diving to places like Alabama. They're strictly listening to what's coming out of Nashville, Tennessee, USA. And that is not a problem, right? Yeah. I think, uh, you know, part of that situation though, is like a lot of it is where like up where you are, like a lot of the country is fed like country radio and that's what they think of yeah. as that is all that country is, is what's exactly on. agree and because a lot a lot of that reason is too like i think that it moves slower to y'all like yeah, we know about some artists before y'all know about them like not you but like yeah. the person just gets in their car and turns on the radio but like the people who just you know pop click on the hot country playlist on spotify or listen to their car that live where you live it's you know it's probably a little later to the party um but yeah i mean i think that's not anything against them but it's they're probably if they if they say that though like they're probably not really an extensive music listener anyways like they probably just listen to a lot of what is fed to them through playlists and radio yeah which is fine like you know that's how it's been built for years and years but now everything is so accessible like i think I mean, I, there's people that I listen to that, like, I probably wouldn't listen to anything else in their genre, Yeah. but I love what they do. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think genres are so busted. Like, there's, like, I don't even think about anything genre-based anymore. Like, people ask me now, like, what I do. And, like, with all this new music we just made, I don't even know what it is. I don't, I mean, it's very country-influenced, but it's, yeah. it gets a lot of things, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's got to be influenced from everywhere, right? Or you're not coming up with original sounds. I mean, there's there's totally yeah. people who like or who are influenced by pop records and who are influenced by rap, right? And who are influenced by rock, obviously, is a big one. Well, but, I mean, you're influenced by whatever you listen to or even have heard accidentally. Sure, 100%. The subconscious mind musically runs really rampant. Like, you're definitely doing some shit that you don't even realize you're pulling from places that right. you've heard. I mean, I'll hear songs in a store like buying blue jeans and like realized that I was like hearing that sound like a week later and it could be like just the guitar line. Yeah. And I know what the rest of the song sounds like, but it's like you can bend bend it one way and change a few notes and make it work for this whole other thing. Totally. I hundred percent agree because like, and it's also just so easy to become a music fan, like a music fans on a word. It's really easy to become a music uh is, is passionate about music. Like it is, it is very easy to become that these days because of what's at your fingertips. Right. And like, I may have been uh, a super, uh, you know, like all I listened to growing up was like, was like pop punk kind of deal, like Nickelback and three doors down and, you know, Mayday Parade and all that stuff. That's all I listened to growing up. And then in high school, I was like, Oh, this country thing's pretty cool. Right. And then the bug bit me and I was hooked. Like that was it. That was it for me. That's 90% of my music. And I have, thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of music songs just itself on my phone right like like and it's 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 just all about what you listen to and what you what you start appreciating and why you're listening to music like like i think if you're listening to music for for beats that are cool you're gonna like house music or you're gonna like pop music you're gonna like rap music right i think if you're 
gravitated towards, you know, and yeah. like every gravitated towards something, even if they're not a musician. And that's why musicians make records that sound different from each other is because they're gravitated towards a certain thing. Like for me, like I am not, I didn't even really listen to country music growing up sure. really. So I was like 16 Now I listened to a good bit. And then I went to college and I don't really listen to that much country. Like, I mean, I do, I guess, but like, I listen to a whole bunch of other things, probably 50, 50 now. Sure. But you're all just, you're, you're influenced. And and that's, that's why music's so good. I mean, I mean, like I listen to probably predominantly country now, but the thing was, is that was not the case. And I think that the one thing I, I watched a like a TikTok video the, the other day. And it was like, it was like, uh, you know, country music is, is great because like, it's always there for you when you need it, no matter what you're feeling. Right. I mean, there's, there's always something there for someone. And I, I firmly believe that I always tell people that there is something out there for you. I can find it. I will give it to you. You just have to be open to listening to it. And that's the yeah. hardest battle is people don't want to hop over the fence to listen to it. You know what I mean? That's right. Like they, they don't want to give it a shot. And there's many reasons behind that. Some we won't get into, but I, I, I think that, that, um, you know, like as soon as you take a step over the fence, you open up a little bit. I have people tell me all the time. Yeah. I never really liked country music, but, but I really like, like, I, I really enjoy like Johnny Cash and, and Waylon and Willie and, and all these old or look on the, on the reverse side of that, like the polar opposite is like, there's a lot of people who like country music now because of Morgan Wallen or Hardy or whatever, like stuff that sounds nothing like any of that. Yeah. yeah. And people like country music for both reasons. So, yeah. which is wild, right? Which I think that's the proof that like, what is a genre? Like I yeah. mean, music is basically just a community. It's not really a genre anymore. Whether you love it or hate what they're playing, right? That's yeah. what it is. It's, it's, it's more of just like a group of people rather than a genre because people are just creative as hell now. Right. Making- and, and the coolest thing is that like some of my favorite experiences in life have been at shows, country shows, right? And you know why that is? Because like you said, you have someone from this side that <laughs> loves Willie Whale and, and, uh, and, you know, and Johnny Cash and whoever you want to listen, like the, the outlaw side of things, right? Right. And, and then you have someone over here who loves country music for Hardy and Wallen and Dan and Shay and Cam Brown and all these Isn't artists that-, that are kind of teetering the, 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 the seesaw there on, on what they're doing, kind of pushing the boundaries with also bringing you back a little bit. Because if you think about it, right, you have like a, we'll use Hardy as an example because it's a really good example, right? Like his new record that's kind of come out, he has openly said is literally half country, half rock. And, you know, some of these songs are like one of them is totally country and one of them is totally rock and we love them both. Right. What's the funny thing, though, is like there's going to be people who completely ignore the fact that he said that half of it is rock, mm-hmm. country rock, just rock. And those people will get pissed and say that he's messing up country music because, you know, but, so I, I think the only thing that's wrong is saying that one of them is wrong. I agree. I agree. And I'm not sitting here telling you I like it all because that's not true. I'd be lying to you, but right. you have to appreciate it. Like yeah. the fact that they're doing it. Like it all. Just listen to what you want to listen to. Exactly. Yeah. And then shut up and then it's okay. Right. And promote what you love. 
not well, what that's, you that's the other thing too it's like i think the biggest thing i struggled with for a really long time is like i'm not gonna lie when i started this two years ago part of the reason why i started it was because i was like what direction is country music going in like where where are we gonna see it in five ten years right because like i was listening to a ton of older stuff at the time i mean i still listen to all that stuff but i was really like diving into uh, my love for music and i was like where are we gonna see in five ten years and then about a year ago about maybe a year and a half ago i kind of switched my thought like the name remember country music right it's kind of weird because it's like this long thing and and it can be like it can be twisted in a certain way um and i think that the art of traditional country music I really hope it turns around. I really do, because I think that is a, a, a great side of the genre. I think Cody Johnson is, is the greatest thing to touch earth since yeah. sliced bread. And I'm not even exaggerating. Like, I really do. And I think that that whole side of things, I wish, and I think it is, making a comeback. And I love that. But I also think you can't have that if you're not going to have the modern stuff within Hardy and that stuff. You can't have one and not the other, because then you're not evolving. Then you're just stuck in the mud, right? I mean... Yeah, on the same like we don't want 50 cody johnson's he's amazing right. no 50 morgan wallens he's amazing but we then it brings the cool out of it yeah let's have a bunch of in between and some of the extremes and let's like let's do all of it that's why i think that country music is cool because it, it's and and what i was just getting at there is that the that the title of remember country music is is pulling the things you love about country music and putting it into music. That's the important part. And that's the part that I love. But um, the thing that's so cool about the quote unquote genre is that I feel like we're so broad and we're so much a community and we could do so many different things and people are going to like it. I mean, you're going to have a lot of people that don't, but for the most part, people are going to like it um, for what it is. And I feel like across all of the genres, like there's substance to country music. You know what I mean? There's, there's subgenres. there's some meat in there, right? Like it's not just a Turkey sandwich. Like there's, there's all this other stuff in there. And right. I feel like with the other genres, you don't always get that. You don't have the songwriting that comes into other genres that'll change it up completely. And that'll do all these different things. You don't have that, but I feel like in country music you do. And maybe I'm so blinded to the world because I listen to 90% country music and the other 10% is a lot of rock, right? Maybe I'm so blinded, but I truly believe that that's the case. And I could be wrong. But hey, the real case is it doesn't matter because it's well, only matters what you get enjoyment from, you know, sure. it's personal experience. So like, I think like the whole point of music is for, to provoke a feeling in people and whether that be happy, sad, whatever. And if that, if country music is what makes you feel something, then that's what you should listen to. I agree. Listen, I, that, that's, that's kind of why, why I'm here. So <laughs> I'm with you on that. I think that that's a hundred percent. And if you're listening right now and, and you're like, okay, I mean, well, first of all, if you're listening, you're not a country music fan, then I think you're just lying to yourself and you <laughs> are, and you just, you just don't want to admit it, which is fine. We've all been there. I've been there. God knows I've been there, but, uh, but just let, let the bug bite you. And, and if you're listening and, and you're like a guy who's like uh, kind of stuck in the mud of, of your ways in country music and whatever else, uh, you know, I, I, I welcome you to, to, to broaden that and just accept it for the fact that there's, even if you don't like it, there's other people out there who probably do. And it, that stuff does the same to them that the old school stuff does to you. So um, that's kind of my two cents. Uh, 
let's talk about your catalog. Let's wrap it by talking this here. So, um, like I said, I've been listening since 2020 when you, I think when, I think when getting over her came out, honestly, I yeah. hear that song all the time. That was a much shorter haired, uh, read there. And, yeah. uh, <laughs> well, I was actually looking at that album cover today. Cause somebody had like made a TikTok with it. And I was like, Whoa, I look like a kid. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm now 18 or 19. That's wild. I, um, I, I had a, a, a flow going on back in those days where I, uh, I let it go probably about your length, maybe a little bit longer. Yeah. That's funny. I mean, I could still grow it. Like it's, <laughs> I, I still, I still got it. I just, I just haven't, uh, haven't gotten that far yet, but, um, I went through the mullet thing. It was, it was, it was a, it was a wild ride for me. It was, it was pretty, I'm not gonna lie, but, um, so, so you put this song out, right. And then you've put out like, let me look here. I can't count. Let me see. Uh, one, two, three, well, like four or five songs since then, four songs since then. Yeah. At maybe least more? maybe five, more. five, I think five songs. Five looks right. I'm with you. I can't count five looks right. College degree five. Cool. Um, so you put out five songs since then. My favorite being Got the Girl, but that's also probably because it's my girlfriend's favorite. So I feel like it's kind of like one of those things. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's the whole. Where world. like maybe if I was <clears throat> single, it wouldn't. It, I'd be like, it's- ah, <laughs> this guy's pulling the wrong heartstring on me. I don't like it. But um, I, uh, I, I love your sound and I love what you're doing and I think that I think that it's honestly the next uh the next thing up like i think that that you know you're you're playing out now and you're and you have this pub deal and and you're putting this music out and i, and I truly think that basically you're just waiting for the right person to hear you because you're right there you're right there you're you're, you're touching the the line of stardom and i i think that's pretty cool so um with all these songs you have now i mean so if i look at it right like you started putting music out in like 2018 or something like that where is the change now compared to where you were and you know for the future in, in the other side of things like what, what are you trying to well it's gonna be like what we're about to do is gonna be a whole new thing cool. like you're already you know like changing the vibe a little bit of like the look of things i guess mm-hmm. like trying to work towards that but starting in the top of the year we're gonna release a bunch of singles and it's gonna roll up into a project i think um we recorded seven new songs i cut these songs with Sadler Vaden who uh, did the Morgan Wade record here at Wilder Days with her and he plays guitar for Jason Isbell cool. um, so he's like a rock and roller dude it was kind of like a random thought like me and my roommate were just talking about like I'd be sick if Sadler did the project whatever mm-hmm. one thing led to another uh, my boss at Riverhouse knew him from her work at 30 Tigers um, and it happened and so that's a long story short but it was insane it's uh you know i feel like what i've been telling everybody is i feel like the other music that i put out like i'm proud of it and everything you know i don't like regret any of it but because it led me here for sure yeah all of that was kind of aimed at putting something out that i hope people would like you know and not to say that i don't hope people like the new stuff but this stuff is like so much more me i feel like this music's for me like this is the sounds in my head and who I want to be as an artist. I think we found who the guy is. Yeah. Um, it's more geared. Like I'm putting this music out more because I love it and I I'm proud of it. And if people like it, they like it. And if they don't, I guess they don't. But, uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, 
it's it's gonna be a whole new thing it's a lot more uh southern rock influence i guess nice um which is more like you know going back to what we were saying earlier it's more like what i was raised on like skinner and more like 70s rock and whatnot um less modern country but um you know also i i love all that too so yeah. uh but it's gonna be a whole new thing i'm really excited about it uh we got the first song coming out it's gonna be called day you don't and uh in january sometime it's gonna be a lot of fun that's awesome i love it i think that it's important what you just said and i'm gonna i'm gonna circle back and then we're gonna circle forward but i think that that uh what you said is you know you said you put put these you know this collection of songs you have out now out um hoping that people list like something that you think and for lack of a better term probably know that people would like and this is kind of what you're putting on the future is kind of what you have been wanting to gear towards and and i think that it's important and and artists say this all the time we'll use a muscadine example because i think that's actually a pretty good one is that if you look at their first um few songs in their first like ep like that that Ginny ep right yeah and like or even like um that that record that they put out prior to the one they have out right now like they said that they're i feel like they're always growing right and and the one that they have out now i'm blanking on the name i don't know Me why dash 16th Ave, that's what it is so um when they put that out i remember them saying like you know we've been doing music for x amount of years and all this stuff and we've put out a bunch of stuff uh but what, what we're putting out here is exactly who we want to be and the sound that we want to portray right and i feel like you have to cut your teeth and play songs out and put songs out for years to kind of find what you yeah. want to do experience too you know a lot of it is like i've i've grown to learn what i want to play live like yeah. what kind of vibe i want to bring to the live show and i think that's crafted the songs largely um but i mean it's just like finding out who you are man like which i mean that's life like obviously who i am now is i'll probably think i'm different when i'm 35 but like who i am now is a lot of the same but a lot different musically than who i was when i was 19 you know exactly well yeah and and that's all just a part of growth right like when you were 19 you were in college you were doing all those things we were saying you know living life the way you ever would however however you wanted to live it like there was no next day right but today like you're living in nashville you you write songs for a living you you do music for a living all those feelings are different yeah it's a lot six many years ago it's just a part of life right um, and that's why music's so great is because it grows with you for life. So like, you know, in 10 years, you might be in a totally different, you know, mindset, you know, maybe you're married, right. And like your, your music is, is totally geared towards, you know, having a family and married life and things like that. Right. Like that's what people say all the time. And, and I think right. that's why it's so great is because you, your music grows with you, not the other way around. So, um, I don't know. I just think it's cool. I'm really excited to see what you got coming. I think that it's going to be awesome. And, and, you know, I love the Southern rock stuff too. So, so that stuff kind of resonates with me and, well, and I'm excited to hear it. It'll be fun. Of course, dude. Um, shout out your social medias for, for anyone that may be listening. Yeah. Maybe. On, uh, Instagram and TikTok at Reed Halton music and okay. Facebook's the same, I believe. And then Twitter at Halton underscore Reed. You can probably just, Reed Halton on everything and find me. That's H A U G H. Twitter's really throwing out the uh, throwing out the the consistency of the uh, handles there, isn't it? They they really want to screw it up. 
Yeah, it's hard. Well, it's hard to get a Twitter handle that's your thing because a lot of people make so many fake Twitters. Yeah, Twitter's Twitter's crazy. I have a zero in my Twitter. I don't <laughs> have a zero in any other my of my handles. But whatever. It's a, it is. Everybody, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Remember Country Music Podcast. This is a fun one. I hope you enjoyed it. I really enjoyed talking to Reed and and kind of uh, you know getting all of his uh, getting the inside to his world and and to his music and and to what's to come. I think that that it's pretty cool. I've been listening to the guy for a really long time and and um, you know. I I stand by him and, and, you know, I, I play him in my car. And if, and if you, you, you hear me listening to music, it's, it's arguably, I mean, there's no reason why I wouldn't listen to it if it's someone I don't stand by. And so um, I, I think that he's great and I'm excited to see what he's got coming up. And I hope that you would uh, follow along with the journey and, and stay on top of that stuff and listen to it when it comes to, because uh, it's going to be awesome. But uh, that was another episode of the Remember Country Music Podcast. Remember to rate, subscribe, give us five stars. If you love the episode and follow us on Instagram at RCM underscore podcast. Uh, new episodes come out every Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central wherever you listen to podcasts apple Podcasts, spotify google iHeartRadio, it's there just look it up and uh, share it with your friends and um you know uh just share it share the conversation share the music and share the love everybody listen up to the rcm podcast i'm kyle that's read on we'll see you next week bye bye now